are listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz, uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host on the other end is Andy Bozak, and uh, we are sponsored today by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, Chequick Lodge number 56 in good old Valparaiso, Indiana. And uh, so it's been another week. I can't believe how fast the time is flying, I'll tell you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think it's flying faster for you because you've got all these little young Rugrats. kid activities. Rugrats. <laughs> my God. And if, if people want to know how busy you are, they need to get you uh, get your Facebook link and see where that, uh, that big transport black van with a <laughs> pink stripes is heading all over the place. Holy cow. <laughs> well, the good news was I was able to break a little time away this weekend through all the competitions and whatnot, and I got my washer fixed. I don't know if you saw that on Facebook. <laughs> I did, did, you, did you fix it, or did you? Uh, did, was that somebody else taking it apart? Oh, no, that was me. So I spent, <laughs> um, I put a new transmission in it. I, I, there was a few problems with it, um, but it came down to the, after I fixed the smaller, easier problems, it was the transmission. So I get this whole thing apart, get the part Saturday, get this sucker back together, and it's operating beautifully. Sounds brand new. I cannot. I spent more time, and I still haven't gotten it right. And about an hour and a half, just trying to get the cover, you know, the three-sided cover, to yeah. fit back on this sucker, right? <laughs> so I put it back together, and I thought, oh, nobody will notice. You know, it looks fine. Uh, and then I was talking to my wife last night, and she's like, you know, I noticed that cover's not on, right? I was like, well, how did you know? I forgot. She's short, so she's got to lean in to get the socks that fall to the bottom of the washer. <laughs> so she, she's leaning on it, and it moved on it. I was like, yeah, well, just don't do that. <laughs> Well, for the price you saved by uh, doing it yourself, I guess uh, a little bit of cosmetic issues is okay. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, to keep it out of the garbage. And this thing's been going longer than, you know, that's my kids have been alive, actually. I, I got it before Aiden was born, and I bought it used. So this thing's going to outlast me. That's my goal. Is it a Maytag? Uh, it's a Kenmore, so it's a Sears. Kenmore, okay. Sears, but I, Maytag and Kenmore, I think, are the same parts. Same. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I feel what you're saying. The... Um, my father, many, many years ago, bought us a uh, washer because the kids, you know, the, the little kids were uh, small, about maybe three and four years old, and we didn't have much money, and he goes, I'll buy you a washer, you need it for the kids, and <laughs> I'm still using it today. Now, I've replaced a couple things on it, but I'll be darned if I'm going to buy a new one when, you know, a little bit of sentimental, I know it sounds weird, but, yeah. you know, why not, and it's still... And mine's a Maytag. It's still running good. So, Well, and that's what the other thing you hear about these new fancy Fandango ones and the refrigerators and all that stuff. There's so many electronics and, and parts in them. Now, if they break, I not only have to know how to fix mechanical stuff, but I also have, know, need to know how to read error codes and stuff like that. I'm like, right. I don't want one of those new ones. I can't fix that. <laughs> <coughs> no, that's exactly. the. Sometimes the simple is the best and uh, reliable. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the old politicians, you know, sometimes a little bit of simple works good. Yeah, yeah. Get, get some things done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But you got a little, we got a little one to introduce today. Yes. A little, uh, a Go, little uh, guest, talented. Guest extraordinaire. Absolutely. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, well, I'll introduce her, though, because I mean. Yeah. If you don't mind, because this one's related to me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, today on our show, we've got the guest extraordinaire. She's a local uh, gymnast, a local singer, community helper. Um, she's seven years old, and her name is Abriella Bozak. And it's my daughter! Abriella, say hi. <laughs> hi. 
Well, I called you seven, by the way. Um, I'm not seven, Dad. <laughs> How old are you? I'm nine years old. Uh, oh, my goodness. Dad screwed up. Well, she's really short, so she looks like a seven-year-old. I am very uh. short. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you're going to be six feet tall, and you'll be fine. You'll be towering over everybody. And, uh, Greg, yeah, you, that, you met my wife, Roseanne, haven't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think she's four foot nothing, so. <laughs> oh, my God. We had a, uh, a new resource officer uh, at, at the building today, and as soon as he walked in the room, everyone's eyes just looked up. This guy must be, he's got to be the tallest sheriff's deputy we've got, 6'6", six, six maybe. Oh, my goodness. 6'5". He's a basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. We thought he had a duck to get in the room without bopping his head on the, on the door jam. <laughs> well, at least in the lunchroom, when all the kids are sitting, he'll be able to see over all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's absolutely no doubt. So did oh. they replace Jason? Uh, pr- prize check that was at the... J- was it pr- J- yeah, yeah, Jason he actually got promoted. Oh, congratulations. So, That's awesome. Yeah, he was one of the... Uh, when, when we met with the sheriff last time at the last meeting, and he talked about a couple promotions yeah. and some different... Jason was actually the one that he was talking about. I didn't realize he uh, moved on positions. Oh, that's cool. Good for him. Yeah, so he got rid of his dog. You know, he was in yeah. the canines. Well, the dog retired. Retired. Yeah, so it wasn't like he got rid of Yeah, oh, absolutely. And he was, uh, because of his previous service and uh, experience, uh, Sheriff Ballin uh, chose to offer him a position a little bit higher than what he was doing. And he accepted, so he's got a little bit more responsibility, uh, and and that kind of moved him out of the um, the resource officer role, because now his his he's a little bit more demanding his role with the sheriff's department, so it slid him out. That's that going to be bittersweet for him, because I know he, uh, from what you've told me and the conversations mm-hmm. I've had with him, he had such a good interaction with the kids, and and I know for our student resource officers for the Doolin community, it's a big deal, you know those those kids. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because it reminds me of years ago uh, when I was in Chicago. They had this thing called Officer Friendly. Mm. We had it too in Highland, yes. Okay. And and there's something to that, you know. Now, these weren't resource officers per se, but these were... Yeah, active police officers. Yeah, and and they would just stop by, so they weren't like stationed at the school. With McGruff, remember McGruff? (laughs) See, now that was a little bit after me. Uh, I think it was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, in the 80s, I was in uh, high school and the college, so, <laughs> I yeah. was just being born, all right? So. <laughs> well, Abriella, you've got a student resource officer at Brummett that's pretty awesome, right? What's his name? Um, we have Officer Joe and Officer Adam. And what do they do that makes, makes it cool to go to school there? What, what, what makes you like them? Because I know you always have positive about those two. Which um, one do you like better first, oh. Joe or Adam? Are neither one, well, they might be listening. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Probably Officer Joe, since I've known him since kindergarten. He read us books in kindergarten, and then Officer Adam was new this year. Oh, that's a you know you're you're going to be a politician someday. That's a that's a good way to uh, get out of that little mess of who you like better, yeah, the one you have a better, a longer relationship with. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, and Officer Joe, he's 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 very active in our community. He, um, oh, what the heck is the name of his Arrested uh, Sounds is the name of his DJ company. So they, he's got a few other officers that help him do DJ around the county, and he does a lot of school events. He's just so good with the kids. He really is. Arrested Sounds. That's yes. uh, 
<laughs> and they're good. I've done so, you know, I do wedding photography and I've done uh-huh. some weddings with them and they are interactive, fun DJs and um, not intimidating that they're police officers. <laughs> what do they handcuff people if they uh, they don't cooperate and get on a dance floor? Or they probably do handcuff them to get them out onto the dance floor. <laughs> well, that's the threat. It's like, hey. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm joking. So, so Abriella, how do you uh, how do you like the notion of uh, the police officers at your school? Um, I like it because that like it makes me when like they're in our room. He they always like make us laugh. Like <laughs> if we're doing something like on Fridays, we do this thing called frame games, and they're like hard problems that we have to do. And if Officer Joe walks in, he'll solve them and like he'll answer them for us. <laughs> so he cheats for you. <laughs> no, he'll answer them if we if a few kids don't under if like a few kids guess it and they don't get it right. Now, do you guys reward him and give him some donuts? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, police officers like donuts, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was so during COVID when all the schools were shutting down, was it once a week he was doing a read the book um he would do like a YouTube video, remember that? And he would he would read a book to the class and people well, not to the class, to everyone at home. Um but it was just it, it kinda, you know, brought back that sense of community because obviously during that time that was a tough time for the kids. That's interesting. That's actually really cool to hear that and and you know he didn't get paid for that he didn't have to do it yeah sounds like he just it was the right thing to do and he wanted to do it and that's that's see these are the kind of stories about our people that that go unnoticed you know it's uh just going above and beyond just because it's the right thing to do and they and obviously the interaction with the kids and yeah yeah that's cool stuff so like i've my um three of the four kids because adley adley's here with us he's my five-year-old um he um, are you sure school, he's five? Right? Are you five? No, he nodded. Sure he's not me. seven. He, he won't talk. He How might be seven. Five. Four. I <laughs> <laughs> said five. Um, but the three of the older kids, well, the Bella and then the two older ones, have all had Officer Joe at Brummett. And I'll tell you that the connections that my kids had at Brummett School, um, and I'm sure there's other great schools in the Doonland and Porter County area. I know there is, but the, they they really impacted my kids at that school, and just in such a positive way. Um, you know, always doing fun things and, and keeping school fun. And, you know, I, I know there's a lot of elementary teachers that are kind of underappreciated when you talk about that earlier, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. yeah. So thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's cool stuff. So uh, what else does your uh, officers do at the school that you like? Um, I like how they, like, went um, today. Officer Adam, he came outside and um, some of the kids wouldn't listen, and they wouldn't get in line. <laughs> so he was being really funny and put his elbows out and, like, made us all get in line. And then, like, if we got out of that position, he would, like, stare at us in a really funny way. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say he pulled out the taser. I mean, that would have solved things, but I don't know what <laughs> yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was kind of I was kind of curious where that was going to go, too, but it was, uh, it was My heart good. stopped for a minute there. Oh, goodness. We're going to have to rewind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Stop the recording. <laughs> Kids weren't listening. The uh, oh. oh my gosh. Well, that's good. So now, Abriella, now, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say Abriella is in fourth grade, and tell us. I mean, so this is her last year at Brummett. She's about to leave the school that she's been in um, for the last five years. So you excited? Um, I'm excited, but I'm also kind of sad because I've known everybody in that school since kindergarten. 
and I'm really, I'm actually sort of like um, still getting warmed up to our um, new kindergarten teacher because um, my kindergartner teacher that I had in kindergarten actually left our school, so I don't get to see well, her Well, she anymore. was moved to Yellow. Yeah, it wasn't moved. her choice. Oh. She moved. Miss <laughs> Kazmerzak was actually, uh, I graduated with her, and she uh, taught all three of the kids so far, and she was an amazing kindergarten teacher, so that's what she's talking about. Yeah, oh. I, I'm actually sort of upset that she, um, that she had to leave before Adley got to go into school. Yeah, they would have liked it. <laughs> yeah, because her um, oh. her kids used to go to our babysitters, and um, they would play all the time. Yeah, they were close. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's always nice. Well, nice people that you have a nice uh, uh, connection to is always something that's nice. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and then, nice. so Bella had a, a really cool event, and I'll let you. Why don't you tell us about what happened Friday, Bella? Because it was. Uh, it was awesome. It was, it was great. <laughs> so Friday, I had a talent show for my school called Brummett Got Talent. And we a bunch of kids came. We had, I believe, 38 performers. And um, some of the performance, um, there was a lot of performers that did um, piano. And I was, like, looking at them, and I was like, how do they do this? <laughs> and But our last performer, he wrote a song on the piano, so it was actually really cool. Yeah, these kids are all in fourth grade or less, and he wrote us not only played a song on the piano really well, but he wrote the darn song. It was like, oh, this is crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, – we might be seeing him uh, on TV someday or yeah. some concert hall. Yeah. And actually, Bella sang, and uh, I was really proud of her because she got up in front of all these people. And um, what song did you sing? I sang Lost Boy, and before I went on to sing, while I was walking Uh-oh. up to the microphone, my dad screamed, let's go, Shorty. And I started <laughs> to laugh, and everybody laughed, and it like gave me a bunch of confidence. So. Oh, so okay, yeah, yeah. so that was good. <laughs> well, it was funny because my kids always, I'm a yeller. I think you know this, Greg, you know, at sporting <laughs> events or whatever. I get into it. I, I cheer them on. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, Abriella told me before, like Thursday, she's like, Dad, just you, can't, you can yell, but just don't yell my name beforehand. So I get really nervous. So right before she's getting up there, you know, everyone had done their round of applause. It was quiet as she's walking up to Mike. And I yelled, let's go, Shorty! Parents started cracking up. <laughs> Bella was laughing. But I didn't say her name. So I was going to say, I guess, I guess that little loophole worked, huh? You didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. But she did amazing. I mean, it was a three-minute song. <laughs> And she oh. stood up there, and she just sung her heart out, and it was awesome. And all these kids, I mean, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, there was one kid that was, what grade was he in, second, that was dribbling a basketball. He was showing off his sports yeah. skills. And, and so one girl brought a chicken and showed us how she puts her chicken yeah, to sleep. She was my, she's my best friend, <laughs> and she brought her chicken named Penelope and hypnotized the chicken and jumped over her and um, woke her up by just shaking her and saying, wake up, and then walked off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. I thought maybe you're gonna say they, she put a road on the stage and she wanted to see uh, you know the chicken cross the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was getting really nervous because she thought the chicken pooped. But then... <laughs> <It was> like... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I didn't know that part of the story, but I do now. <laughs> And so do all our listeners. <laughs> I was saying that's the innocence of uh, of young ones. So uh, how did how long did it take if you had thirty something people performing? 
Well, they each had, and I'll just interject real quick, and then you can answer. It was um, everyone had a maximum of three minutes performance, or two minutes performance. Oh, so two, that, oh. that helped go quick. So how long? It was about an hour um, It was half? probably about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. It wasn't okay. that long. Oh, okay. No, we could have been there longer. Actually, it was a Friday evening, and it was it was fun. Like it was, it's something that I would go back to to watch, um, even if I didn't have kids in it. Like it was entertaining. Wow. And is it normally that well attended, and or you know, like participating with the youngins, or? Um. So the last few years since we've had COVID, we've had to do it um, online. So my dad been take my dad took videos of me doing um, gymnastics. So. Um, there's usually about, like, maybe during the, um, COVID, a lot more people got to do it, so there was probably about, like, 40. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot more kids. And then they would take, like, if you, you, you submitted your submission, and then they would take it and put it into one giant video. Oh, I see. Put it out to the parents. So, you kind of, I mean, it was cool, but you lost that, uh, the fun of the environment, the excitement, you know. But they did right. it for COVID, so at least they kept it going. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, yeah. Something that I'm really sad about now is because I don't even get to experience another year of this. Um, the first year I was in kindergarten, we did it, but I don't believe, I don't believe that I was, like, I didn't want to do it because, like, I was really nervous and stuff. So this is the only year that I actually did it in person. You're finally confident. Yeah. (laughs) So now the the question that all the listeners want to know is, what did Dad, did he take you out to a nice dinner and uh, appreciate your performance? Um, no. (laughs) No? So I was taking pictures with my friends on the red carpet, and he was like, um, he just left. He told me that he was leaving, whoa, and he whoa. left. Hold on. The washing machine has been down for yeah. four days at this point, and my wife, um, well, we've got four kids. There's six people living here, so there's a lot of laundry, so she had taken it to mom and dad's, so she had to go over there and finish the washing and stuff, so that's what we were dealing with. I didn't ditch Bella. So, Abriella, so what you're hearing is this piece of machinery, metal, and a little bit of paint is more important than flesh and blood. But, you know, I guess it's important that you know it now at age seven so that you don't get disappointed later <laughs> in your life. I love it, Greg. <laughs> no, it, it, and Bella knows that she's the most expensive child. I, I think I told you this um, when we had uh, the lady um, from HR on. When yeah. we were talking about it, I, uh, and I told you I went to high deductible plan. So I had the first two kids. We were on a normal insurance plan. Well, when I had Bella, we didn't know we were going to have Bella. So right before that, we switched to a, a higher deductible plan, a $10,000 plan. Yeah. yeah. She was my most expensive child. <laughs> oh, boy. And she's the most headache, too. I'll just add that in there. I am. <laughs> you agree with that, Abrielle? You shouldn't agree with that. You say, Dad, no. Well, I can be very annoying at a lot of times. <laughs> there might be some young boys listening that might want to take you to prom. You might not want to say that. <laughs> just, just say you're a you're an awesomely creative young young woman and uh, <laughs> uh, very smart as well. And you're you're worth all of the time and energy people take to get to know you. How's that? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better than annoying. <laughs> oh, well, my Gabriella gosh. is also um, a gymnast, and um, 
Luckily for her, she decided to join a gymnastic event on Super Bowl down in Lafayette. <laughs> oh, really? It, Super Bowl Sunday. It could oh. run through the Super Bowl, so I'm really mad because that's the only day I get to like eat junk food for like an hour. You mean mom and dad only let you eat junk food once a year at the Super Bowl? No, but like um, what, during like holidays, that's the only time I get to eat it for like an hour or so. <laughs> like longer than I usually that's do. That's not true, because if you hang out with Greg, the last time we hung out with Greg, <laughs> yeah, you got to eat a true, lot of junk food. <laughs> I ate a bunch of popcorn. It took, it took us like three days just to finish the popcorn. That was your favorite. <laughs> yeah, really By the way, while you're on the show, you should thank Greg for getting us through Christmas with those saucers. He was the one, him and his oh. wife, Mrs. Sims, brought all those saucers that are Oh. <laughs> Did, did you uh, finally run out of those things? Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. About two weeks ago, maybe. You finally yeah. finished well, you know, a good dad would have appreciated your performance uh, singing in front of a crowd, and he would have uh, rewarded you with a bunch for yourself. So you didn't have to share them with anybody. I need to call Pam, but I think she's out of town <laughs> tanning herself at uh, <laughs> Pam, uh, Greg's yeah. wife. I think she's tanning herself in Florida last I saw. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, really, uh, we felt bad for her. Her flight got canceled, and she had to stay uh, a day at the hotel with nice warm sunshine for <laughs> another day, yeah. So, yeah, getting paid to sit around a pool is, I guess a lot of people would love that kind of a job, so, you know. Yeah, uh, just just some people, not everyone, I mean. Me, I'd rather, I'd rather stick up in Porter County here, do the people's business, even if it's uh, 20 below outside and snowy. There's no other place I'd rather be than helping the awesome people of this county. Now, so, you, you do know you won the election last year. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just I'm just teasing. I think we agree. You know, the moment you win, you're running for re-election already, right? Ain't that the truth. <laughs> like, that's what I couldn't imagine about being a senator, not a senator, but a House of uh, Representative, because, yeah. my goodness, you're running every two years, so pretty much you're spending your whole time running. Well, you know, it's, it's, it is funny you said that, because uh, today in class we were talking about the, the Congress and the Senate and the House and the differences. And someone did ask that. They go, well, if you're a member of the House, uh, do you get a break? And yeah. I'm like, sure, if you don't want to get reelected, if you want to run again. You know, I mean, because you're right. It's, it's something. Well, heck, we already have people now, you know, bidding for the presidency, and that's two years away. Right. You're right. So it, it's just the times we live in that kind of require, or at least if you want to get a little heads up, on, uh, to the people and get your name out there, you you got to do it. But I'm with you. I I don't know if I'd appreciate that yeah. too much. I don't know. I can do that. Every four years is hard enough. Well, every yeah. two years or three years for me because this year. So I, this year's a municipal election year. So we'll be voting for mayors, um, council members, uh, the local people, C city council. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And um, so I guess if you live in unincorporated Porter County, I don't think you vote for anything, right? Correct. You have absolutely nothing going on unless there was a referendum. But as far as uh, I've so far, we no referendums have uh, popped up. So yeah. Yeah, it looks like they'll be just taking a break. Yeah, so that's what Roseanne, my wife, had filed for re-election for Burns Harbor. And so that's mm -hmm. what we're getting ready for is this year will be an election year for Roseanne. So we'll be out campaigning for her. And then next year will be an election year for me. If I decide yeah. to rerun for council, um, that would be an election year next year. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, and and I saw the um, uh, Eric Wagner's running for a city. Is it Burns Tre Harbor Treasure. Council? No, he's, he, he um, I guess 
when he gave up the seat for council for Porter oh. Porter Town Council, okay. he um, the lady he gave it to or not gave it to but the lady that caucused in and got the position is rerunning for that position so he didn't want to run against her so he put his name in for the clerk treasurer and i think there's i think he's got to run a primary he's got to run a primary against um corinne oh and uh, her mind her, her last name's escaping me i don't know why but uh corinne's actually um the burns harbor uh she works for the clerk treasurer in burns harbor as the assistant so she's got that so, experience too it's gonna be interesting okay so it's an open seat then uh, yeah, I don't, you know what? I don't think anyone was running for re-election there. I didn't okay. see that. That could be, though. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's some more opportunities for some people to vote for various people up there. Um, well, and, and I will mention this, too. Um, if you guys haven't looked, there's a lot of people, a lot of positions that don't have anybody running. For example, what we're talking about right now, right now, the clerk treasurer for Porter. There's two people running under Democrat, but there's no Republican. So oh, if you are yeah. interested or living in, in, in these areas as a Republican or a Democrat, if there's not somebody in that position already filed, for example, if the, the Democrat for Council District 4 for Porter has no Democrat and no Republican filed yet. So now, since the um, time to put your name in the hat is up... Um, right. The actual party chairs can pe- put people into those positions to run for election. So if, if you're interested and, and you're in that district, and, and look at the Porter County website, um, there's quite a few positions that people aren't running for. Now, Burns Harbor, they have, uh, you know, six people running, so they, they won't insert anybody there. Right. So you're telling me that there's a couple positions up by you that absolutely neither Republican nor Democrat filed for? Right. Like, I'm looking at the town of Porter, Council District 4, no one filed. Council District 5, there's only a Democrat filed, no Republican. Um, and that's, it's the same like that for a lot of the, the, the smaller towns and cities. I, I think Portage, like Portage, um, they have someone running for District 1 for Democrat, but not on the Republican side. So there could be someone inserted there. There's a couple Republican positions open on the in Portage. I, but I'm just surprised that there's a... A, a vacancy and and nobody filed for office on either side. That's crazy. It is now. What? Why? Is. Someone's not running for re-election. Uh, is there a reason to, they're not running for re-election? I don't know all the districts, so it's hard for me to say that. I, I don't mm-hmm. have a a clear understanding of that. Okay. So so now for the people that might be listening here, what what positions they have to live in Burns Harbor? Well, so, for example, Burns Harbor, it's all our council, we changed it the year that I was on the council, is, um, it's at large. So, Greg, are you brushing your teeth? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I turned on water. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so, there's, you can run five Democrats and five Republicans. Well, only three Democrats and only three Republicans have filed. So, technically... There's two open positions that they could insert somebody in those four. Okay, but how many people is it for three spots total? Five or total. Five spots total, okay. Yeah. So you can only run so, as many as you So have. realistically, in, in the perfect world here, five, only one person, well, you said there's what, five, six people running yeah. for five spots? One person, if it doesn't change the numbers as of what we have now, only one of those people that filed is not going to get right. elected. Yeah, one of 
pretty much five of them are quote-unquote yeah. guaranteed. And I say yeah. quote-unquote because they can insert more people. At, and there's a cutoff date that the party chair has. Yeah. But, like, I'm looking at uh, Portage, and the, the Democrats are filled up pretty much on most of their positions. I think all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's quite a few, or not quite a few, but there's a couple. If Republicans lived in Portage and wanted to run as a council member, um, the at-large seat only has one person, so they can insert another one there. Okay, now here's something for you. The people that run at-large for the for these municipality races, uh, does straight voter ticket vote for them, or do they have to uh, uh, be at it, like, like with the county council? It does at not. At-large. Yeah, it does yeah. not. So if there's more than one person in that, you know, vote for two, yeah, then it's not going to apply. Okay. And that's as, um, you know, that affects us. So. Right. Well, that's what I mean. I, I didn't know if it was consistent with the municipality elections. Well, it doesn't. As it is no, I shouldn't county. say it affects us. It affects me, not you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well that's true. Yeah, your straight ticket party votes actually apply to your race because you're running. One Democrat versus one Republican. Whereas right. I'm in an open race where it's three Republicans versus three Democrats. Right. And the top three win. So straight ticket party voting does not apply to our race, which can hurt or help you. You know, that's, that's good or bad. Yeah, that's, that's always one of those debated. And I think there's actually a piece of legislation. I don't know if it's going to hit the committee, but it's about eliminating straight party tickets in, in Indiana. But like with anything... Every legislator down there has f- an opportunity to introduce five bills in every session. But of those five bills, you're lucky to have one that actually makes it to a committee. A lot of them just die because they're not, uh, you know, they only have so many yeah. bills that they can uh, talk about. So and I'm I haven't kept that's track a of them. A proposed bill because straight ticket p- voting in Indiana, usually because of being a more red state, benefits Republicans. So I, I would be surprised if. The Republican legislator got rid of that. Yeah, it's not po- yeah, couldn't happen. Probably right. Right. Yeah. So it's we'll have to see what happens. I mean, it's it's still early in the process, and you know, there's a lot of people that get upset about various bills being filed. But then I try to reassure them that unless it goes to a committee, it doesn't matter. You know, don't don't lose any sleep over it unless it goes to a committee. Then yeah. maybe you know, maybe sit back and yeah. So. Well, Greg, we're about 30 minutes in if you'd like to station identify oh, us. Yeah, I know it's going quick. Damn. Uh, darn. <laughs> you, it's public radio. We can swear. <laughs> <laughs> but you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, and this is Porter County Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims. One of the other hosts, Andy Bozak. And uh, you can always get a hold of us at uh, PCBuzz103 at yahoo.com. If there's somebody you would like us to, to get on the show, if there's a topic you would like us to discuss or anything like that, uh, please let us know and we'd be happy to address that. And then uh, we've been sponsored by Indian, uh, Independent Order Vod Fellows, Chequick Lodge 56 in good old Valparaiso, Indiana. And uh, we've had our lovely, is our guest still with us, Abriella? <laughs> yes. Okay. I hope we haven't been boring you with our uh, political talk there. No, no, no. She took a break and started doing gymnastics behind me. So, <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about what you do every day, because this is when she talks about annoying. This is what I see when I'm trying to watch TV. <laughs> so, um, my dad, um, when I'm 
So we're in the living room, and the couch is right in front of the TV, and I run right past it, and, and I do a bunch of cartwheels, handstands, or sometimes practice my made-up routine that I make, and I literally, wherever I go, I have to do one cartwheel, and I don't know why. <laughs> Even on the beach. <laughs> yes, I do handstand walks on the beach all the time. Well, you know what? That's how the people become Olympians and how uh, this, this woman named Paula Abdul, she used to do that when she was young and she became a, a big cheerleader for one of the major sporting teams and then a, a choreographer and a musician and a very talented individual. So you know what? And a judge. She became and a, a judge. judge, on <laughs> judge on yeah. <laughs> so you know what? I'd say you keep it up because... It's people like you with that dedication that actually make it big in, in various uh, avenues. So dad should be encouraging you to do even more than what's yeah. already happening. No, it's, it's awesome to see. And she's very flexible. <laughs> she, Sometimes I roll myself up into a ball like, like when I'm bored. I don't know why. I just do some random contortion poses. Yeah, she watched contortion videos on YouTube. and I, And I cannot watch them because they're gross. But, you know, it's like, oh, my back hurts just looking at that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I would feel the same way. The only time I bent that way or any weird way is when I got tackled in football. <laughs> and I had no choice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you got big plans for the Super Bowl, Greg, or are you free? Because you can go. I'm not going, but you want to go to Abiola's gymnastic competition? <laughs> <laughs> no. As much as that sounds so inviting and tempting, I'm actually going to have to take a hard pass on that. Uh, no. No, I... Uh, I'm not sure what I'll be doing, um, but I'll tell you what. The, well, here's the thing. My son, one of my sons is a humongous uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan. Okay. And I never understood why he liked the Eagles. I mean, nothing wrong with the Eagles, but, you know, here where we live in northwest Indiana, you'd think he'd either be a uh, Colts fan or a Bears fan, right. you know, or possibly even Green Bay. You know, there's a lot of Green Bay fans whoa, right here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying, you know, in general, what's going on around here. So ever since he was really young and um, find out this week that he's going to Tampa Bay. He got an airfare, $117 round trip, which is crazy cheap. Wow. And uh, I'm like, why is he going there? Well, one of his really good friends from high school uh, moved there, you know, got a job and moved there and find out that he was the reason why my son became an Eagles fan because he was an Eagles fan and he kind of got my son involved with the Eagles. And so now they're going to go, he's going to go visit him in Tampa, spend a weekend there in nice warm weather and see the Eagles in the Super Bowl with his good buddy. Is he going to the game? No, no, no. Oh. The game's in Arizona. Oh, oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was no, that would have been oh, even, cool. that would have been cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's our, that's one that's of our favorite vacation spots is that area. So we're Tampa, in. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, it's like I, I tell kids, I tell people all the you know all the time. You know, what is what is life worth if not having fun and doing cool stuff and adventure? So here, you know, here a young per, well, he's twenty nine years old. Uh, he's got an opportunity to to go travel a little bit and spend some time with people he likes and see, you know, see a sporting event, even though it's at someone's house. But 
Yeah. It's just that's it's living life. life. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's well. They. You know, he's not married. He. Uh, he's. You know, he's got a girlfriend, but no dog or anything else. So yeah, at that point, he can he can no get dog. up and go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, dogs are a commitment, you know. <laughs> so, I found out after having one, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens, but I'll, I'll probably just stick around here and enjoy the game a little oh, bit. That's and that's awesome. Has, you know, do that. But, but now, speaking of the, the Super Bowl, see, that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about. There are some states that are pondering... Uh, they're moving legislation. Well, they're, they're again, you remember bills are being introduced all over the country in their own legislatures, but there are some states that are in, introducing the notion of having that Monday following the Super Bowl as a holiday. And what they're, instead of adding a new holiday to the mix, they would take Columbus Day and move that to that day off. So, people would have to work on Columbus Day in some of these states that's being proposed. And then their hope is that the Super Bowl Monday would be a day off since that's the least attended work day of the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be really nice, actually. I mean, it wouldn't affect me. We only get the five major holidays off because, I mean, obviously someone's got to be there to move your, your Cheetos and your snacks and your Pepsi for the day. But, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, that's, that's us truckers on the road there, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't realize dispatchers are also truckers. Uh, I thought you just sat there and talked on your CB. Hey, hey now. <laughs> and, then, and then you got your, uh, what is that, that country western music uh, song, um, Convoy. <laughs> that's playing around in the background. Because that's what you do. That's how you guys roll. You're going to have to come visit me at work. And you're going to have to see what I do. And we'll watch YouTube videos together. Hey, if you got, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> Greg, did you no. get the text I just sent you? I so, did not. So Adley, the five, my five-year-old, was down here, and he was waiting. Um, he just wanted to say hi. He wanted to. Grandpa listens to the show all the time, so he wanted yeah. to send a shout-out. Well, I just sent you a picture. He, he passed out in front of the microphone. He's sleeping oh, on the table. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> oh, my god! But gosh. Bella, if you – I mean, I know we got a lot to talk about, and we oh, still got about funny. 20 minutes. But Bella <laughs> wanted to say something real quick because I know we're – you know, may or may not bring her back in. What did you want to say to Grandpa? Um, I wanted to say to him, um, I know you listen to the show a lot, and I'm, I like, I'm really excited to be on, and I wanted to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> She's always listened to it with my dad in the car, yeah. so now she can oh, hear herself cool. say that to herself. There you <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's, uh, it's fun. Um, and speaking be, of, Greg, we, mm-hmm. next week we'll, um... Just to let the listeners know, we got a pretty cool guest coming on, and supposedly it's going to happen. I mean, it's pretty sure, but uh, Chief Eric Camel from Chesterton Fire Department should be on next week, too. So we should get some coverage of uh, what, what happens in the fire departments and what happens up north and all that. No, that's good. Well, that's important stuff. And, you know, maybe he'll talk a little bit about some fire districts or how mm-hmm. that may or may not affect them. And Yeah. Uh, if they have some open, like if people are curious about how do we become a fire fire. Uh, yeah, uh, fireman or fire person, I guess, is what they refer to it now. Yeah, you're right. No, that's I good. think Chesterton's got three or four ladies or women, I should say. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That's awesome too. Mm-hmm. No, hey, so anyways, yeah, that's next week. Um, yeah. Right this week, you just got me, Greg, and Bella. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Gabriella. <laughs> Stop being seven. I'm yeah. seven. <laughs> you're a very talented nine, right? 
I really wish she was still seven, man. These kids, and as you know, they just grow up so fast. It's like, slow down, man. But you realize that if she was seven, that, well, no, I think the election would have been over. I was going to say, then, then you were still running for, uh, for election there. Oh, yeah. So you probably want that to be over. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not to put anything back, but, you know, for the listeners, I, I tell you what, I, I, I know Andy and I both agree that everybody, if you're thinking about running for something, go and run yeah. and put yourself out there. But it's a lot of work. You know, you, you don't want to just put your name on the ballot and hope for the best. You actually want to try to win. And that, of course, means going places. And we've got the Kiwanis uh, pancake breakfast coming up soon. Mm-hmm. So I imagine, you know, for those that go there, there'll be a whole bunch of people walking around with various political shirts on. And yeah, It is a lot of work. And the people see it, too. And I, I know I've talked to people. I know you and I have talked about it. When people put their name in the hat and don't do any work, it's noticed. You know, if you yeah. don't show up to the events, if you don't go out there and... I mean, it's it's hard for me to vote for someone like that because, well, I want to know that you're going to try and put some effort into the job, you know? And that's exactly right. You know, it's like you're a creature of habit. If, you know, you kind of, you are what you do, so to speak. So if you're a go-getter, yeah. then the odds are you get elected to whatever office it is, you're going to be a go-getter. Yeah. And and hopefully, no matter, you know, again, Republican, Democrat, who cares, doesn't matter. Uh, the, the community will be better off with you in there well, if you've and, got that kind of an attitude or and philosophy. And just to add to that, you don't have to be Democrat or Republican to win. Um, in Chesterton, four years ago, a lady named Jennifer Fisher won the election as an independent and is rerunning oh. now as an independent. Something oh. interesting that I just saw happening in Portage, um, Nina Rivas, um, the president yeah. of our council, Jeremy Rivas, is Porta County Council, Jeremy Rivas, his wife, her yeah. name is Nina, and she is the clerk... Is it clerk treasurer? Treasurer. Clerk? I think clerk treasurer, yeah. Okay, of Portage. And she mm-hmm. was she ran four years ago as a Democrat and won. Mm-hmm. Um, and she made an announcement the other day that she is rerunning, but actually running as an independent, which is oh. a, a big battle for her because, uh, first of all, her name's well-known, so I, it's not that battle, but mm-hmm. the battle will be the straight party v- voters. So if someone goes in there and votes straight D or straight R, neither one will apply to her. So right. it really could... It could hurt the Democrat. The Democrat could hurt her. It could be like a Ross Perot, uh, Clinton type thing, you know, back then when when Bush and he got involved. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch that race. Well, you know, and, and it's an interesting strategy because uh, if if she really gets out there and tells people, "Hey, listen, you gotta you gotta vote for me," she's gonna she can easily pull in a lot of those votes that yeah. people thought were going to go. Because I well, here's the thing too that people need to know, and maybe they do. I you know, hopefully our listeners are are brilliant people. The, um, you can vote straight party, let's say Republican or Democrat, doesn't matter. And if you choose down the line, because it'll ask you to, are you sure you want to vote for this one? Are you sure you want to vote for that one? At that point, they can come up to an independent and flip that, and that doesn't change any of their other votes. So yeah. I can go straight party, let's say Democrat, and then, oh, I want to vote for this independent on this particular race. No problem. So that's uh, that, that's cool. I and see, there's a lot of people out there that are more independent thinkers now, anyway. So maybe this is a trend that you might see down in the future. A lot more people running as independents. Because uh, I'll tell you, I, I don't know if you're the same as me, but we'll find out. But there's a lot of positions where, like, let's just use sheriff as an example. What does it matter if he's a Republican or Democrat? You know, he's out to right. help the people. How about a coroner? Yeah. What does that have to do with a political party? You know, no, you're right. 
You're right. So it's like you school know, board, and, and I like yeah, that they've kept yeah. school board nonpartisan. You don't run yeah. as a Democrat or Republican. Yeah, what's the best for these kids? What are we going to do with our money? You know, that kind of a thing. Now, when you go state and national, that's a little different story, you know. But local, it's all about helping the people. What can I do to help us be a better community? What can I do to, you know, every decision I make is based on the notion of what is best for Porter County. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, that's and that's another thing, too. You know, and if people, again, are curious about running, Hey, go ahead and run. Now, you know, you, you got to put a party down, and that's nothing wrong with that part. But, hey, just tell people what you would do, how you would benefit by being in the office, how the people would benefit, you know. And, and I will bring yeah. up that it does – the party does matter to, to some extent of when you're trying to run of what you've pulled for the last couple primaries. For example, right. if for the last couple primaries I pulled a Democrat ticket – um, it would label me as a Democrat, and right. and that's I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but in order to run as a Republican at that point, I would have to get my party chair for the Republican Party to approve me to do so. And I actually did this, um, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, um, for one person recently who had pulled a Democrat ticket two years or four years ago. Two mm-hmm. years ago, pulled a Republican ticket. But they needed a waiver to make sure that uh, he was a Republican to be to run. So mm. there is that too that they look at your history and the party chairs, and they have they can say no based on they right. think you're the opposite party. So right, yeah. Uh, if your intentions are pure, you should have no problem. But if your intentions are kind of somewhat suspect, then yeah, they yeah. If you're just picking absolutely. a party because you think Porter County's red or you think Porter County's blue, first <laughs> yeah. of all, I'm going to tell you right now, Porter County is not red or blue. It's purple. We're purple. We're purple. Absolutely. You are um, exactly right. But, you know, if, if you're picking a party to win an election, that's not right. You, you, that's not why you pick a party and that's not why you run, you know? Correct. I, I, I'm with you 1,000%. And I, I hate, you know, I, I mean, I'd hate to be in, well, I'm in office and so are you, but... I'd hate to have somebody come in that basically comes in that pre- that pretext because you know it'd be kind of hard for us to. Yeah, I think how are you going to work with work them? With some, <laughs> exactly. You'll change, you'll change your yeah. view on the way the wind's blowing that day. <laughs> yeah. So I can't trust you. You know. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, I, I I really I respect people that are on the other side that that have a a good. You know, this is why like if they vote a different way and they have a good reason, you know, for their their beliefs and stuff. Hey, how, how can you not go? Okay. I mean, it's not the way I vote, but I've got to respect that. Well, and me and you, you know? we vote differently. I mean, just mm-hmm. look at, for example, the presidency. Yeah. You voted against me. Although I, mean, I voted. What? I voted. For, oh, no, wait, voted I, oh, no, vice president. But That's I was it. never yeah, yeah. mad or upset because we knew and, and we understand why you made the decision you did. And I mean, it wasn't ever anything yeah. that I was ever offended by. And that's the kind of mm-hmm. mentality you have to come in, to, well, in my opinion, to yeah. come into politics with. It's let's work together. And now, granted, I might ask you, Greg, why did you vote for me? And you give me a great answer. It's like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I get it, you know. And, and right. that, I didn't mean to bring that one up because that's not really something we should talk about on the radio. But, well, you that's know, okay. it, it wasn't um, – it was a good – I mean, it was, it was a positive outcome for both of us because we, we understood each other. Well, that's the whole thing, and you know, gotta have respect for each other, and uh, and understand the positions, and and yeah, it, it's almost like you know sometimes you wonder uh, how some of these couples that are like one one person in a relationship is really hardline left, yeah. and the other one's hardline yeah. right, and you sit back and say, how the heck does that work? But I guess that you know if you don't talk politics or you understand the other view, then how can you get mad when you know that that's who they are? Just like. 
I, I tell the kids in, in the classrooms, it, it, don't, try to pers- don't try to put your opinions on somebody else and force them to believe the same thing you do. Right. It, it can't do that. And, and, you you know, should, you, and, and reiterate that you can't do it on Facebook because you're never no. going to change someone's mind. You have to no. have an opportunity to talk like you and me are talking. You know, I might not change yeah. your mind, but at least I can let you understand my perspective. You can let me understand yours, and maybe you'll change mine. Who knows? You know? Yeah, and you're exactly right. That that social media is is not uh, the greatest thing uh, more often than not, <laughs> especially with with politics and stuff. You know. It's, it's great for showing me what you're having for dinner, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right. so it, it's, so Greg, do it's, you know that we do an election here every year at our house? We have the Bozak family election for the House president every Christmas, and you have yet to win, haven't you? I, I'm never in the running. It's the kids. Yeah, it's, oh. all the kids run. AJ, did AJ run this year, Bo? Yeah, he won. Oh, AJ won the presidency this year. But they will. They, the kids will. Go out and they'll campaign to everyone in the family. They'll tell them what they're going to do. They'll make posters. They will do campaign videos. Um, and then when people come here, they'll we bug them for their votes. We forgot to do that. This you didn't year. do campaign videos this year? No. Oh. But like one of the, I'm looking around my basement right now because we're recording from home. And uh, there's posters everywhere from previous campaigns. And one of Ava's previous campaign promises was I will make sure all the candles are out when we leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very important one. I, I tell you what, next week when we have the, uh, the fire chief on, yeah. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. <laughs> no joke. No joke. But it turns, I mean, it gets, it gets serious and it gets my kids involved in, you know, trying to help the house or figure out what they could do to make things better. It turns into That's fights good. every once in a while, you know, when Aiden's mad that Bella won and whatnot. <laughs> so if they don't fulfill their campaign promise, does uh, somebody uh, run a trial and impeach them? Was it there? Was you guys. Uh... No, I don't think they did an impeachment. They, Aiden tried to impeach Bella a few years ago, but it didn't pass the Senate. So, when he tried to remove you from office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we just, you know, I, I like to keep the kids involved. All of my kids have always been involved in my campaigns in a positive mm-hmm. way and, 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 and what they want to do. You know, like I don't force them. Bella, you're coming to knock doors with me. She'll ask, Dad, can we go knock doors? Can we go ride the golf cart? It's like, yeah, I would love to take kids with me. It helps not get stuck at the door forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's cool. That's, well, and that's important stuff. I mean, first of all, they want to help, you know, Dad get, get elected or reelected, however, you know, whatever the, yeah, yeah. the thing is. And they're learning a lot about the process as well. Right. Which, you know, I try to tell a lot of people there's a lot of ways to get involved in politics without actually running for office. You know, I mean, you can you can help somebody run for office. Yes, you don't yes. have to do it yourself. And <clears throat> that's a great way to get familiarize yourself with what what's entailed um, that you might have to do if you decide to run. You know, just volunteer mm-hmm. on a campaign, and and you can do as much or as little as you want. Any help, any you know, help is great for someone running. Oh my God! Yeah, anybody running would would love nothing more than some some help from somebody to alleviate a little bit of the burden. But yeah, me and Greg you're... didn't get a lot of help in our campaign. <laughs> no, I, I always well, that... find it hard to ask people to help. You know, it's it's that sucks. Asking for money sucks. It's the worst part of it. Well, that's the worst part for me. I I hate I you know I like it when people uh, you know reach out and appreciate and that's great. Yeah. But I I I, I do not like asking for money either. Just like uh, fundraisers uh, in regards to, 
you know, hey, we're going to have a dinner, you know, this next week. I'm, I'm just throwing this out. This isn't real. Yeah. And, you know, hey, it's only 25 bucks a person, so come on. And I, I have a hard time with that. And then partly you're curious, like, who's going to show up or you hope people show up. And, and then, yeah, how much money am I going to make based on the amount of food not, or the whatever? the rich people here. So, yeah, I get it. No, it's and that's I've never done one because I'm afraid that nobody's going to show and I'll spend you know a thousand dollars to do an event yeah. and then first of all no one will show which would be embarrassing but let alone yeah. I would lose money too you know See, that's unfortunate you know and 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 we hope by saying this we're not turning off the the yeah, people that no, are potentially running yeah. but but that is definitely that that's a concern that has to be uh, pondered there's no doubt about it that you know part of sometimes in life you know things happen and. People might support you, but they just don't show it that way and well, don't take offense it, to it. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it doesn't scare people off because me and you were able to win elections without mm-hmm. doing that fundraiser event that everybody does. But what right. we did is we attended other people's. <laughs> we attended everything. You know, <laughs> We got our names out. there. were yeah. meeting people. It wasn't so much about raising the money for our campaigns yeah. as it was of, of meeting the, the individuals that would vote for us. And I, I think we both took yeah. that. Yeah, and, and knocking on doors, you know, I knocked yeah. on a boatload of doors. You know, you're putting in the time, and I would think and hope that people appreciated that. You know, the if you're one of the few that either knock on their door, or you might be the only person that's knocked on their door, or at least been visible in their neighborhood, uh, you know, you're you're seeing various things. And uh, I tell you, I you know, I knocked on a million dollar you know house, and I've knocked on a something that. You're like, oh, if I knock on this door, is it going to break down? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get it. You know, you you do it. So yeah, like like you said earlier, there's some positions out there that some people uh, can can get on the ballot if they choose to. There's so, still time. You know, and the, the way process I recommend be, approaching that is, from, mm-hmm. uh, I would just reach out if you if you're a Democrat, reach out to your Democrat Party chair or the the mm-hmm. chair for your district. Um, and then same thing with the Republican. I, I don't know who the Democrat one is currently. I know it was Drew Wagner. Um, the Porter, the Republican ones, Michael Simpson. Uh, yeah, Clancy, Brandon Clancy. Oh, Brendan's doing it. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you're a Democrat and you want to see where you can get involved, email Brendan. And if you're a Republican, right. email Mike and just ask him. Say, hey, I live in this district in Chesterton. Is there anything I can be inserted into? Or is there any way I can help the campaigns? Or you, you really like somebody that's running, you know, and I'll just use my wife as an example. You really like Roseanne. You want mm-hmm. to help out our campaign. You know, that's that's uh, uh, something you could ask Mike and, or, or Brendan on how to get involved. You know, that's Absolutely. what Greg's talking about. It's, it's, you don't have to put your name out there. There's so many support positions and, and party chairs and different, you know, you can become a precinct committeeman for your party and different ways Correct. to be involved, too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's relatively low-key, and you're, you're involved. And, and it, it's a big position mm-hmm. because if someone gets caucused in, you know, if, right. If, for example, Bob Paparad that passed a few years ago. The the way that worked is all the precinct committeemen for the Democrat Party came together and voted in Eric Wagner. Right. So that's how that works. So those positions can be eh, maybe for a year or two. You're not super busy, but then all of a sudden you've got some really important work to do. Correct. And 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 it's exactly right. Very important work because you're the one that's now electing these people to represent the district or whatever it is in various offices and for the duration of that term yeah yeah and, it can and, and we the both way a town goes or a council goes you know one vote one way or the other can change how that council operates absolutely 
Yeah, and we we were both <laughs> got in on that. You know, yeah, yeah, we, we both did. came in off of caucuses. So, uh, me with the state house, and then what was yours? Uh, city council. Mine was the county council. Yeah, when county Jim council. Biggs got elected a commissioner. Oh, that's right. Took his seat, and uh, that was a very stressful time. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Stressful, you know that. You oh know, yeah. You want, you want to win. I mean, everything you're doing is you're giving it all to to win this battle against somebody else. And, right. Um, yeah, I've I've lost, and I'll tell you, it hurts. I mean, it's not you don't cry, but I mean, you get upset. But you win, you feel really, really good too. You know, I've, I've been on both sides. Well, and and that's important that that is, is that that you said that because you know anybody running, I don't care who you are, you, you know, you want to win, but you also have to understand there's a possibility that it doesn't go your way, and then what do you do? You know, yeah. like um, I've told people. For the longest time, if you run for office and you really, you really want to get in and you don't, don't disappear. Mm-hmm.